0: Hey guys, Joey here from Moves at the Blue Line. I know this isn't your normal intro. We'll get to that in a second. I just wanted to throw a little addendum on the beginning of this episode. So, we recorded this Saturday, January 6th at about 10 a.m., right before the news of Connor Bedard's broken jaw uh, hit the airways. So, we talk about Connor Bedard's injury as if he was going to be back. Sooner than he may be Um, But thus is the beauty Of non-live media Sometimes you get it wrong So everything else is current We appreciate you listening And all things considered Is still a very entertaining episode So please hang with us And just take everything we say About Connor Bedard With a slight grain of salt Hoping for nothing but the best for him Hopefully he gets back on the ice Here sooner rather than later Uh, Helps the Hawks maybe scrap out a couple of wins it's going to be a tough go for him uh without him there's going to be some tough watches in there certainly so nothing but the best for connor thank you guys so much for listening and without further ado let's get to the episode
1: for another episode of Moves at the Blue Line. We are once again back with the original starting lineup here. We are not on the penalty kill. We don't have the goalie pulled. That is the three of us that you maybe wanted to hear or don't want to hear, depending how you look at that. I guess maybe this... Isn't a bonus. I don't know if we got the original <laughs> crew, but I am Leo Stauderer. Once again, one of your hosts here at Moves at the Blue Line Incorporated, joined by minor league veteran Joey Dwyer.
0: And it was a big night for the Macon Mayhem last night. Uh, pulled out the dub against the Pensacola Ice Flyers, 6-2, to two, uh, climbing up from the bottom of the league right now in the SP, uh, but feeling good. Only uh, I think only four points out of a playoff spot
1: now. There we go. Joey's yeah. repping the Mayhem, too, All wearing yeah. his... Is that team issued or is oh that, yeah, oh, yeah this is team issued nice. come on I, you, there uh, are, it's th- like it's like not I would have thought Team issue would be maybe dry fit or you'd have a number
2: on it. No, or team, team Issued is just you found it and you kept it. Yeah, yeah. no, I didn't I didn't
1: get like... Is that concession it's, stand or is that what the boys are wearing before the game? Oh, uh, no. I, this is like, this is
0: definitely like you could buy this as, okay. a, as a consumer. But uh, yeah, no, it was all right. The, the boys didn't get their... Uh, there was no dry fit to go around. The boys didn't get their <laughs> gitch uh, for a couple weeks after the season started. That was a big thing because it was on back order. Mm. So we would go... Like one of my responsibilities every day is I'd go check like our place in the arena where we got shipping and it would always be these huge boxes from Warrior because mm-hmm. they supplied all the gear. Yeah. So I really could I could have skimmed off the top. Like I bought it I bought equipment if I was down there. But like I really could have just gotten all my shit for Find free. That's what I'm saying. Like a pair of gloves,
2: who's gonna notice it's missing. literally you, know? and you I you should have asked me because as a person who used to work in equipment um just for the fact that the oh God, I can't speak. <laughs> The warm ups being on back order is just a consistent thing throughout hockey that is just always an issue. It's so funny that like everyone always gets like the warm ups like with two weeks left in the season. Yeah, and, there, so and there are two different jersey suppliers in the minors. It's like OT
0: OT one and like K one or something like maybe yeah. oh, OTA yeah, yeah. and K one, um, and it's always like. You'll you'll try to go through both of them, and they ha- they have the same issues. Like sometimes they're really consistent, and sometimes they like miss the mark by weeks. Yeah. So like in the in the minors, when you're ordering your specialty jerseys, because uh, teams make so much money on doing these specialty jerseys and then auction them yeah. off. Like we did a miracle themed one right. in Macon last year, and so those you're are probably
1: ordering those in like July.
0: Oh yeah, like and like the, right when you come up with a promo and, schedule, and the them. problem is you order them, and then the roster will change so much <laughs> yeah. that like. I I had to start doing some sewing right. because we've got guys who are getting who are calling up from the Fed the, the night before, so it's like everybody in the front office is pulling a late night in the equipment room, just like ironing on these letters and stitching them in. And that's why you go sublimated because those the turnaround on those can be but, very but quick. The, but the problem with the sublimated ones is you can't like change it.
2: Right. Yeah. But the, but at least with the, the term, last like, name or yeah. I know. But
0: it's it's like somebody guy gets traded, takes somebody else's number. It's oh yeah. It's. The miners. No, are, we, we'd
1: have that problem with the oilmen too. Like a guy would leave the team, but we don't. He'd take his uniform with him. So then we got to track down, find where this guy went. Yeah. Because then we're just missing jersey number eight. All of a sudden, it's it's like a high school program. Sometimes we're like, <laughs> you got to go find where this guy took his jersey.
0: And then and then in, at the end of the season, guys can choose to keep their away jersey. Oh, okay. But then the
2: home jerseys get auctioned this off. This nice. cold open is so long. Right, still <laughs> sorry, have sorry. Yeah, go Dane. Our,
1: our director of inventory, Mister Dane Dreyfus.
2: Oh, I'll take I'll take director of inventory. Yeah, that was,
1: I, I didn't have a name for I you. I feel like I've if never thing about working in a equipment.
2: <laughs> I've never let like Leo introduce me without talking before he introduces me, <laughs> and know. it was such a goal today. And I'm like, really, this is the day you guys are gonna do the longest <laughs> cold open ever? Where I'm like, I gotta get involved. Dane, somehow. I, I I told you when I was working down there last year, you've got what it takes to be
0: an equipment manager. Like all all you really need is to know how to sharpen skates. That's
2: you, that would be. Generous to say I know how to sharpen skates.
0: Uh, you've sharpened my blades before. They came out fine. Yeah, but those are Have your really? blades.
1: Yeah. When you we don't were... know if they came out fine is the problem.
2: That's
0: true. I, I, I'm not a good enough skater. I, I think I'm just super mediocre at skate sharpening. Dude, the with co- head coach of the Make and Mayhem, Nick Niedert, uh he, hopefully future guest of the pod, yeah. holds, holds the record for most teams represented on elite prospects. Mm. But he sharpened my skates once, and that was, like, that was, the, only time, that? That was the only time I could feel the yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. He's a cool, dude. Cool, dude. Yeah. Hope hopefully you introduce him to us sometime. Get him. He's he's a show. lives in Iowa in the off season. Oh, so okay. Iowa, Iowa. He's from
1: cornfields he, of Iowa.
0: He is nice. Yeah, played played his uh his junior hockey. I think in Waterloo. I don't know yeah, somewhere uh, around there. Waterloo. Leo's from the mean streets of Chicago. Chicago.
1: Chicago. I suppose. I suppose that's correct.
2: Speaking yeah. of Chicago, yeah. Should we get into this? Let's get into. I what? think we were just trying to avoid the cognitive dissonance that is this team. Yeah,
1: so (laughs) since we last recorded, the Blackhawks have not done a whole lot of winning. (laughs) They are losing and losing in dramatic, not even dramatic fashion, spectacular fashion. They're losing players left and right. Yeah, they are just... Uh, so, you guys recorded after the Jets game, but they had the two losses to end the the old year against the Dallas Stars, both on the road. Before we uh, get into that, though, I, a cool thing about the uh, Jets game, I think you guys recapped on the last pod, but in the pregame, uh, on the ice with Jim Cornelius before the Anthem were uh, the Gorman brothers, three guys I went to grade school with, all uh, served in the armed forces. I think one of them might have been Marine to Army, but uh, their whole family, like going back to their grandfa- their grandparents, have all served uh, their are Dads, they're, they're one of those big, just stereotypical Southside families with like you know a bunch of kids. And uh, Jack, Mike, and Matt all were on the ice with Jim Cornelison for the anthem. It was pretty cool to see just because that's a family where uh, serving your country means a lot to them, and to see them on the anthem uh, was pretty cool. So I thought that was pretty well done by the Hawks. To I don't know how they find the people that they put on the ice for the anthem, but it was cool that they knew that those three were brothers and got them all out there together which was pretty nice cuz Matt just got back from his uh he just finished his tour so it
2: was uh, pretty sweet to see that. That is What a game yeah. too to get to do that like that memory's going to stick forever for And they night. got a
1: double anthem night too. Yeah,
2: I wonder too like I've always wondered the like the
0: armed forces that get the salute before uh before the game starts, they got to put them up in
1: good seats, right? I don't know. Like you got to be at least at I least the 100. Yeah. Oh, and actually, talking about the Gormans, their one of their uncles was the guy on the ice for uh, Game Seven against Detroit in 2013, oh, that's which was sweet. really cool. <laughs> These guys need to be on yeah. the ice. That's all what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, no, the Gormans are just like one of those crazy, like, just you've always there's a bunch of because, like, so my uncle Mike went to San Rito with one of their one of their uncles or maybe their dad, and like there was one of those in the 80s when there's like eight kids in a family. They were a big ass family. My family was a big family, so like there was always. A Gorman at St. Rita from like 1979 to like, well, basically now too, (laughs) there's still Gormans there. I remember when we were in high school, one of them, and this is random Gorman talk, but one of them got their helmet knocked off on a play. And so, like, his chin strap came up, like, he broke his nose through it too, but then he stayed in the play. It was on a kick return and he runs down there you know he's all bloody and makes a tackle no helmet either like that's that, so that's stereotypical gormans and they all go and you know go go to the army after that they're just one of those that At, sounds like straight out of adam sandler bad or, ass O'Doyle, outside families yeah. rules
0: it's like i bet it rita there's like there's a teacher who's taught like every oh, generation yeah,
1: probably. Of <laughs> like, Oh, Like, another gorman here
0: i'm sure people said they uh that about the stodders as well yeah yeah uh, that was another because basically
1: yeah from like the late 70s to early 90s there's always someone from my family at evergreen yeah. park poor paul i feel like he's been he's been fighting the star of her reputation <laughs> yeah he's maybe. the last
0: one to go through he's yeah he's fighting hard to to undo the uh,
1: unbecomings of leo yeah but so the gorman brothers that might have been the high point for the hawks because it's all been downhill after that maybe the the curse of the gormans is live and well because after <laughs> that the hawks have lost uh doing counting on air but Two games to end December, and then the first three of the new year. They are on a five-game skid right now. They have lost 14 straight on the road, which is actually kind of impressive. Uh, I mean, we we talked about it at the start of the show. This is a young team, and young teams do struggle on the road. But when you factor in a young team and a team that is very injured, this is just
2: tough on the road for the Hawks. I have a solution to this problem. Phil Kessel. No. (laughs) Okay. It's a gut man. It involves me. Uh, Of course, hopping on Fanduel. Oh, Fade Dane, yeah. yeah, yeah, hopping on the Blackhawks on the road. I thought you about been seen. It involves me suiting up for the boys. <laughs> no, that's probably like the worst thing they could do. But honestly, they probably could You'd use, add to the injury. <laughs> they probably. could use me in the locker room, like post game, uh, for those players only meetings, just to give Nick some shit and just say, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, no, no one, no one cares, old man. Go Dane's, home. Dane's a real ball buster in there. <laughs> Dane, Dane's sitting there, like he he just sat on the bench.
0: Like everybody's huffing and puffing. Dane's just dry <laughs> in his pants, just sitting there, like,
1: oh, uh, hey guys. (laughs)
2: get after it boys you're killing it out there (laughs) How's my door how's my door opening? Nice skills? job, Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking sweet. We still grabbing food out to the game, buddy? Hey, Dane uh, hey
1: Corch, can I get can I get uh can I get your signature over here? Anybody need a little and tug while we're in here? Like
0: <laughs> Dane's there
2: for favors. That's all he's good for. I think that's oh. called a fluffer. <laughs> <Man. laughs> gotcha looking real good for the posty there, Betsy. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I come in with like the uh, shaving cream and go like, oh I got him. D- Dane's like the bathroom. <laughs> Attended
0: the lock. Oh, like we gotta be mid- careful what we're tips. talking about with with this
2: and the Hawks and. Yeah, but I'd be, be, I'd, be 80, I'd be the best number. I'd be the best number eighty six to suit up for the Hawks. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad, Mike Hartman. My- hey, hey, watch, watch it. Watch it. That's actually someone that I would like to come back next card season. Hartman? No, um oh yeah yeah because yeah. We, we he's gonna be free agent we yeah. have the money we yeah. suck we're so bad like we could...
1: uh, it's actually bad for the hawks to spend money right now <laughs> oh yeah because in
2: your 40 million uh, to get, yeah, we're gonna we want to sh-
1: talk about that too the the powers article on the athletic where he's talking about what he's hearing and when, when laz and powers are talking about what they're hearing it's normally pretty true
2: i i think it's true what they're hearing i yeah. just don't know gm speak is gm speak they, yeah. they could say one thing do another um not that they should listen to like fan outcry but it's like dude you have the guy like, yeah well like the rebuild and and that yeah i'll let you finish your thought it's been expedited and yeah. it's 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 not something you can stay on course for like you have to adapt yeah like because with all the
1: when davidson started the teardown, down when he said this could take five to seven years that changes when you when you win the lottery in draft 98 you're gonna waste the first three years of his career on this team not being competitive like you have the guy you have a generational talent you can speed things up guys are going to want to come here to play with him it's uh for for yeah seen hawks fans talking about like And again, Twitter's a different space than what the GMs actually think. But like how Hawks fans are thinking, oh, we're going to have a top five pick this year and next year. Like if we're doing another year of the tank next year, I'm going to I'm going to be pretty mad. Like it's just not going to be work. I don't know. And and you
2: guys would know best as Bears fans. It's like, oh, hey, no, no. But like (laughs) this was the year that it's like, okay, we should be sniffing the playoffs. Like, great. We have a first overall pick again. Who cares? (laughs) I mean, uh, Carolina's pick. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And ultimately for
0: for the Hawks. It's kind of hard this year to judge what they were trying to do because of how many guys have gone yeah. down. Like, we don't know what this team looks like if, if we ha- if we have a healthy, healthy Taylor Hall and a still rostered Corey Perry. And, like... Sky point. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> but, like, there are so many guys who have been in and out of the lineup. Seth Jones has been hurt. Corch was Korch yeah. missed some games. Like, they've just been so, so hurt that it's hard to accurately say what this team was supposed to be going into the year. And, obviously, things haven't played out. Yeah. But, I mean... You look at some of the pieces who will be around next year with another year of development. I think we will see that step forward. Yeah, it's just this year has been. Yeah, it's fire your strength and conditioning. That should be the first move. of The uh, I season.
1: like that guy, the bald guy that's like really intense. <laughs> yeah, S- somehow oh, that guy seems like <laughs> like talk about a football guy. Like that guy seems like like he should be like a college football coach, like head-button guys with no helmet on, or <laughs> just I'd want him on like on my sideline just for intimidation. Like what's uh, that it? guy's name? The the Hawks like wow. strength. Paul something or other. Oh,
2: let me let me look it up. Yeah. You guys, Dane's gonna effort it. No,
1: like that guy. I, I would like go to battle with that guy. He's not the problem. You take that back. I
0: yeah.
2: Well, I, I, re- I, I re- Goodman. Yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah. And
0: uh, I f- I formally retract my statement. That's man better. To
2: call Paul. Too. I think the the time you need to fire your strength and conditioning coach is more of like a soft tissue the injury sock. problem. Yeah, like the socks. I was just about to say this. <laughs> With so- uh, like, Alec Thomas' dad. We're hey, shout out
1: Martín
0: Maldonado. We're just coming at your fandoms right now. It's like the We're Bears, the We're the, the South Side next year. Yeah.
2: Uh, it's just tough to be Leo right now, man. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be
1: even tougher. At, well... By the time this drops, we'll know how tough or not. It's going to be a- after the Week 18 Bears-Packers game. it either get a lot tougher. And I'm so glad we're doing this on Saturday because for, for people
0: that don't know, Dane is our resident Packers fan. And if the Packers beat the Bears, I'm going to be inconsolable. So and you know I'll be classy about it too. No, you won't. No, no, you're I'm, gonna be fake classy about it. Dane's yeah. gonna, Dane's <laughs> gonna come into the group chat. He's gonna be like, guys, that was a really hard fought battle. It's like you guys Enjoy have some,
2: your
1: draft picks and cap
2: space, You guys, guys have some real yeah.
0: promise coming up. I'm like, shut, the, shut up. Does dude. that
2: is that like a Stay does, out does out that make it worse? Yeah, because like
0: I
1: know you're sitting there smiling ear to ear. A good one, a good, like he's. <laughs> I, th- I was My just picture, trying- the picture I always send of the rat at the computer. Like, that's <laughs> Dan right there.
2: <laughs> but I'll be honest with you. If there's one player on the Bears that I'm so jealous of, is God DJ Moore is so him. Uh, but DJ Moore is so him. He's yeah. So good. Okay, moving on. Back yeah, to the Back
0: to okay. So let's talk. Uh, well, we let's, haven't even talked okay. about New Jersey.
1: Yeah, that I feel like that's the only game of this skid we have to talk about. The rest bad. With a capital B. Who care? Bad to the bone. Yes. Bo-do-bo-do. Devils. Bo-do. 4-2. Uh, anything happened in this game? Oh, uh, the uh, the Conor Bedard. The, the story everybody's talking about. The Brendan Smith hit on Conor Bedard. The retaliation. The subsequent Nick Felino fight. The Jack Hughes injury. This this game kind of on, on a nothing game on a Friday night, second of a back-to-back. This had a lot of drama going on.
0: Yeah, I think biggest story, obviously, Conor Bedard getting hurt. Um, we're not We're not doctors here we're uh never we're, claimed to be and we but uh um, we were taught by rc mcbride not to speculate on injuries. that's true but going into some speculation <laughs> um it didn't look terrible for bedsy like no, it might have been more of a cautionary. Yeah, thing, Yeah, he got too. got hit up high, so probably it more of a dental thing too. Yeah, because yeah. he held he held his mouth, and I'm assuming that there's some sort of concussion protocol he's got to go through. I think
1: take Luke it. was saying in his post game last night he didn't know if he was in concussion protocol, which was weird. But yeah, like, but like,
2: it's like it's kind of your job to know that. But I well, like- <laughs> I
1: think it's more so like uh, I think he might have been referring to the concussion spotter, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I mean,
2: I ultimately it, he was
1: just basically saying he's with the team doctors. They they said he can't return. Like, yeah, uh, was it, basically... it looked
0: like it. You're, Dane's right. It looked like. like Like a mouth or jaw or nose, like the the way he held it, going off the ice. We won't know. uh, Maybe by the time you're, I think you're saying by Saturday, we
1: should know. So uh, yeah, so we'll keep. Luke was saying they're going to take him back to Chicago and they'll know more. Yeah, so we're waiting for breaking. By the time you're listening to this, you already know what happened to him.
0: Yeah, so but we're we're hoping for the best for Connor. Um, And then Uh, and and then the the response. Do we
1: want to get into that? Yeah. So the let's real quick. Okay. What it, I didn't think it was a malicious hit a no, dirty it, hit I think, I think it was just kind of a bang bang thing yeah, and, and like Brendan, Bedard, Brendan if anything Smith. Bedard kind of maybe ran into it by the way his body was positioned that made it worse and it's tough for Brendan Smith to Brendan keep it a bum but
0: like, yeah, I'm not going to blame him for that it's, it's hard for yeah. him to keep his hands down on that hit when he's got six
2: inches on Bedard that, that's the point I told my dad too but I'm like you gotta know who you're on the ice with and I know the old fashioned like you protect your stars but like I, I don't like the hit just cuz the principal point of contact still the head. And, and I, I, whether it was Bedard or Reese Johnson who's also around his but height. Again, I don't think that it looked just the way he was
1: angled. I seemed like Bedard ran into the hit if that makes sense like yeah. it, it felt like Yeah, I don't think he was head hunting or anything or he was he was making a play and then it just kind of happened like it's just, and it, of course it looks worse when you, you watch it in super slow motion and like it's hard to judge intent and everything. Um yeah, it's just tough. I feel like yeah, when you when you as Hawks fans, our initial reaction when you when you see Bedard get hit, when you see him get hurt, you want him, you want him thrown out of the league right away. <laughs> um, and uh, I looked up Connor Bedard on Twitter. I want. Yeah, I'm to sure leave. that's a safe space right now. Nope.
2: <laughs> there's <laughs> just, a cake. There's a cake. Yeah. That, just rule of thumb. Never do that. There is cutouts on a cake that. Is got smash written on it. Yeah. With pictures, of people Trevor Zegers, Jack Hughes, Mo Cider, What's um, Connor Bedard. I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's. Sorry, sorry. I, I I couldn't have this. People. Dane, I looked oh. up. I looked up Conor Bedard, and I got a Ben Pope article. What kind of Twitter
0: are you looking at? I'm on latest. There? You're probably on top. Mm, yeah. That's like. Because, na- yeah. Da- no. Dane's, never going latest. Dane,
2: Dane's like the guy complaining about uh, Google uh, targeting. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> my brother. Why is hot singles in yeah. my area uh, he served to me?
1: But so and then so Nick Felino did did the deed and fought him later and maybe hurt himself, which honestly I think was kind of funny. <laughs> before I, I say what you say about fleeno. we're like, an anti
2: Nick fleeno podcast yeah. Um, yeah, unequivocally
1: yeah I, I don't know it, it was just it, things got out of hand after that it felt like the Hawks were then trying like so you saw Connor Murphy with a big hit what was that on his year later yeah. uh, and then Brett's funniest part of the game was when Brett Sinney took a run at Jack Hughes and Hughes puts the reverse hit on him, and the Blackhawks TV broadcaster goes, and Sandy lays out Hughes as Hughes is standing over him. Oh. But I digress. Uh, like it felt like the game kind of got out of hand. After and, I that. mean,
0: that's that's kind of what you want to see if Connor Bedard takes no, uh, yeah, that hit. Like you you want to see the boys respond. You want to see blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blood for blood, a knife for an eye, left the whole world blind. But
1: I. Yeah, I just wish, it's hard, like, if they could channel that and, like, winning it, too, for Bedard, that would have been great, yeah. I don't know, because it seemed like they were playing like that for a bit, and then water found its level, like, Boris Katchick scoring and putting his ear to the crowd, like, his legacy game ended very Yeah, badly. that was rough, and then the Devils just kind of distanced themselves after winning 4-2, but, yeah, a win would have been great, like, that. that was one where you wanted to win, I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, but when you're playing it's with tough. like 15, I guys know. In the batch, yeah, and especially when Bedard goes out. But like, and you know what? They were playing spirited. That's what I mean. Like, it's OK. They're going to overcome this. But
2: and, and two players that I thought got significantly looser, and I don't think this is in correlation with Bedard leaving the game is Korczynski and Gorch. Lucas Reichel, because I felt like Korchinski was like, OK, Connor Bedard, he's off the ice. We don't have anyone to carry this offensive load, and he's like at a certain point, he's like he did the fuck it. I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I tweeted about that where he he had that one rush where he took a coast to coach just because nobody was open. Like once he breaks through and like scores on one of those, it's 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 over for the NHL. Like you've seen the flashes. That's, that's of what like he did in juniors. Like where you could see him, he could carry it. He can score in the rush. Like he's what 19 right now playing in the NHL. It's it's hard for him to score right now, but like once he gets that confidence, I think he could be a really big difference maker as and a puck mover. I think it and is. We're getting a little bit of, of that last night.
2: It is, it is strictly a confidence thing. Yeah. It's not an inability to yeah, do Yeah, he's a nineteen
1: so. year old playing against grown men. Like eventually he's gonna break through.
2: Yeah. And then and Lucas Reichel too I feel like we, we yeah. do our Lucas Reichel minute just like we do our miles a minute <laughs> every <laughs> time to start yelling. Yeah. We're getting mad about Lucas. He... I'm I'm not getting mad about Lucas anymore. I like, think I oh, think this is what we do on this show. Should we ban ourselves for like the next well, three episodes for talking do about Do we want to talk about like what, what's going like why
1: are they still, with all the injuries, still burying him in the bottom six? That's what I don't I don't mind him with Gutman. Did you man? make fun of me over text that I wanted him with Gutman? <laughs> what? Well a few weeks like a goal,
2: goal cutman? No, cut. I I thought when you were
1: making fun oh he should be playing with with Gutman and Johnson or something like uh oh, when you were making I, fun of me one time. No, like, I actually for, Why not
2: wanting him playing with the dart. No, I don't mind um Cole, Cole Gottman. Cole Gottman is someone that I think should have also get a little bit more respect in this lineup. It feels like he's always in the right spot, yeah. getting some offense. Like, he, a lot of the high-quality he, scoring teams. He's champs. a very, like, pro-Cole He's a podcast. very Joey
0: Anderson-esque player. <sighs> I think mm-hmm. he's got more speed than Joey yeah, Anderson. But and it, finish, too. Yeah, he like,
1: yeah, just, yeah like that but, goal against you, Toronto. Joey Anderson, had, that's just I, I want to say maybe I, I, more finish, but, like, did, he might... Why that this, goal against Toronto last year, which might have been, like, the highlight of his career. I don't know, where, like this, I don't know where this
0: Joey Anderson yeah. hate is coming from.
2: I think he's a good young player. I think he has a terrible first name. Oh. You want to take this outside, buddy? Sorry, I'm too busy still looking at this <laughs> Twitter picture. <laughs> All right. I think that's got to Insta- be the Instagram picture. Dane.
1: Lucas Reichel. Here we go.
2: He's <laughs> getting us back on track here. Yeah.
1: Fuck, Mary
0: kill. Trevor Segrist. Oh, <laughs> come on. Tre- Trevor Segrist, Connor Bedard,
2: um, Moe Sider. Um, Marion Connor Bedard killing Trevor Zegers, fucking Moses. really. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> now you know. Killing Zegers, huh? Yeah. Is it, it the Dixie D'Amelio thing? All right. Is it Dixie or Trevor? Char- I don't even know? Who he, cares? It was Dixie. It was Who Dixie. Because she's got a little more edge to her than Charlie does. Yeah, she's sure. saying "Naughty List" with Liam Payne. Just two of the most cringy fucking <laughs> artists out there.
1: So that Hawks penalty
2: kill, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Lucas Reichel, huh, boys? Yeah. This just occasionally turns into a pop culture podcast yeah. for five minute spurts, but
1: uh, um, I, so another Hawk that I thought had a good game. though. I thought Arvid Soderblom had a bounce back game. Yeah. In that Devils game, and it gets. It, go, that's why I hate goalie wins and all. X people are going to judge him for the loss, but like I thought he he played well. He didn't lose him the game. Yeah. I mean, um, and he's and he had some bad games. Um, oh my! Coming God. into and, this, but and it's I think. We've gone over it clearly. He is
0: at this point in his career, he is not like an everyday NHL starter. No. He's maybe a fringe starter, if not a good AHL player. But for where the Hawks are at, it doesn't, there's no harm in seeing what he can become. And I mean, we say it every time we talk about a goalie, but goalies are weird. Yeah. goalie development is weird um, nobody
1: knows anything it's like I want to say it's harder to predict than quarterbacks but like yeah
0: you, you just yeah. you don't know what a goalie's going to be I don't mind getting him the reps maybe he can turn it around get a little bit more comfortable at this level and if not there are so many players coming up for the Hawks that yeah, I feel yeah. like there's not a whole lot of pressure on Arvid or,
1: or we're gonna, the, the, the organization doesn't yeah isn't depend put it- on Arvid
0: yeah, so it's if he if he can string together some good games and show you what he's got, I don't
1: mind. Yeah, I don't mind him. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, I I and again, goalie, it's a confidence thing too. So like, you have a bad game, if, but then you bounce back, have another one. Maybe this could lead to more. We'll see. Uh, coming up, the Hawks have another another two o'clock Sunday start on a Bears-Packers Sunday. They are going to be going head to head. love that. <laughs> a lot. You guys going to watch that game or not? Have no bedar, no shot. <laughs> yeah. A two o'clock game without Bedard on the day of Bears-Packers. That is, that's going to... That one's going to do numbers. Oh, yeah. Big Is this one numbers. even going to be on cable? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: It's re- going gonna, gonna to be yeah, on ESPN. No Bill <laughs> Wurtz days. Just not even gonna be put be it on ES- TV. ESPN Plus, but it's
0: blacked <laughs> out, and there's no regional broadcast. Yeah. If you don't have like your premium NHL subscription, you're cooked for watching this one.
1: And another note about Hawks broadcasting real quick is they've been doing this because re- uh, when Darren Payne's been doing the national stuff, they, they've been flipping Troy Murray for these road games over to TV. Because Kaylee Chelios, I don't think she travels with the team right now. Good. Yeah. But what they're doing is they're making John Wideman do the radio broadcast solo. Because they keep Joe Brand back at the WGN studios. He doesn't travel either. So uh, that's just... It's my gripe with the Hawks. You are... Third biggest media market in the country. You are an original six team. You are a prestige brand in the NHL, and you can't get a color commentator on your radio broadcast in the NHL. You can get any guy. Just who grab a grab Brian Campbell. I know he travels with the team because I saw him in Detroit. Grab him out of the out of the GM press box and put him put him next you to John. Could, He's done radio commentary before. Like just get somebody up there. You with can John. grab like, any player. It's embarrassing. And John Weidman one of the best in the business i wish he got more of a shot at the tv job he is so good when him and troy are together it's him and troy probably, are awesome uh, one of the best broadcasts in the city right now but the fact that you're making john who's a pro's pro do these games by himself it's not doing him any justice is either. it
2: almost because me is there a potential that because he only wants to work with troy murray's like Agnes. no i don't i know i think it's because the hawks of the people yeah. they
1: have doing media because kaylee Chale and she just had a kid right kaylee or who cares <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's part of it where she just had a kid so she might so she doesn't travel. Good. Take care. Of and it. then it's a big thing in radio where your pre and post game host doesn't travel. They normally stay at the studio. So for home games when there's not someone there, Joe Brand will sit, step in and do color. But he doesn't do it. It's more of a inside radio thing, but like on the road they don't send anyone just to do your the game. I, yeah,
0: I, I, I feel like they should just like give a little call to Tom Thayer be like, and <laughs> be like hey what are you doing tonight Hawks just meet. have him
1: yell ball <laughs> <laughs> how about Dale while, Talon while uh, I would, I would <laughs> like Dale back no have Thayer just yell bursts of things while John's trying to talk no don't do that, that makes, to me
2: that's I, awesome
1: Dane I'm so
0: sad for you as somebody who's not a Bears fan you don't you don't get you don't get like Joniak's Je- trying to call a play Joniak and the air like tell. oh man he's offside
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
1: Oh, these refs are garbage, Jeff.
2: <laughs> Joniak and Thay are best in the biz. I, it's, I'm the worst team to have like a radio team for because the Vikings radio team is Oh, they're electric. funny. <laughs> <laughs> they're f- I love the... Because they're <laughs> like, like and Vikings.
0: that's an egregious call by the <laughs> officials. They're
1: color commentators. A uh, Chicago area guy, I uh, forget his name, but he went to Providence Catholic because he played against Tom Thayer in high school. Okay. So we uh, when I, I did a show of last year back when Tom Thayer still worked for the score... Uh it so Tom was on it and we had it was right after the Vikings lost in the playoffs and the Bears were hiring Kevin Warren, so they had that guy on and then Tom was still like busting his chops about the Joliet Catholic Providence Catholic game from like 1979 or whatever. Like, hey, hey, what is it, Mike or something? Mike, remember when we beat you in high school to go to state? Like <laughs> these two still just and it's funny that now they both work in the NFC North, they're both color commentators, like and they both played in the NFL. Like that's uh, pretty funny. Tom Thayer, remember the Black and Blues Brothers. Yeah. Oh,
0: Joe Kennedy had that poster. Oh, dude, I have that poster in my basement, like, yeah. in the Quad Cities. Framed. That's, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, Packers don't have anything cool like that. Yeah. No, we just have Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Pipe. We have hey, we Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Buckland. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think we have as many Hall of Fame quarterbacks Grange, as you Rick do. Is
1: a quarterback or a running back?
0: Uh, he's a running back. He's the galloping ghost. Yeah. We how, add, like, how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks do the Bears have? I think two. I don't care. Oh, you have... Yeah, you only have
2: two. Bart Starr. Uh, Bart Yeah. Yeah. Raj, Raj is in, in it yet. Nope. Yeah. Jay Cutler will be in before Raj. <laughs> Hugh, I'm a huge Jay Tyson, Cutler. Tyson Bajent,
1: Man. my friend. How <laughs> should have Tyson. If Jim
2: Clausen isn't the best quarterback in this draft, <laughs>
1: I will retire. Oh, talking about just uh, random but obscure Chicago athletes... Uh, and the Hawks. Did you see Lucas Giolito did uh, shoot the puck? Yeah. For the Hawks-Jets <laughs> game. He missed all of And them. then signed with the Red Sox, like, yeah. the next day.
2: <laughs> it was so weird. Like, That's what? a baller move. Because then,
1: like, <laughs> it was funny, like, in, in baseball circles, everybody's thinking, does this mean he signed with the Cubs? Is he going to the White Sox? Like, everybody thought, like, he was Ryan, in Chicago Ryanzdorf, to sign. Reinsdorf's at the game, and he's like, if you make this shot, yeah. I'll give you $300 million. Yeah. And then, yeah, he signs with the Red Sox the next day. So, like, everybody was looking into that, thinking, like, it was, like, the so- uh, Cubs or Sox doing, like, a soft launch with him or something, and then no re- he's uh, just a dude. Yeah, just a dude hanging out at the game. Like, yeah. Greg and he, he, like, I, I, know, I, he I liked it, him on the Sox, because, again, we're getting super off track, but he really did seem to embrace Chicago, like, playing here. Like, he might be one of those guys where he just stays just, in the area.
0: Yeah, him and Tim were really, yeah. like...
1: Tim yeah. Anderson? Yeah. Jim Tomey is... Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, his kid goes to NAS. He coaches there. Oh sweet! Uh, Jim told me I also saw him at uh, Game Seven against Detroit. Uh, him and a him and Adam Dunn were very much getting after it. We saw them stumble around the 100 level. Those uh, in 2013. Are two people
2: that if you like switched around, I probably would not be able to tell the difference between them. Same yeah. build, It'll probably
0: yeah. probably a lot of um, what is that? Cortisol? What are they? Yeah, or the
1: cortisone shots. Yeah,
0: They'll, yeah. They're probably shooting up some shooting up some. Premium stuff between the they two. They probably are using 44
2: ounces for their cups of dip spit. Too. Oh, absolutely. Um- yeah, but we, there's also been some fun events, too, in that. Yeah, match, so let's, that let's, yeah let's, let's let's Sorry. get into that.
1: Dan, you want your World Juniors Minute here? Yeah, let me go really Let's talk quick. about some
2: teenagers. Let's talk about some teenagers. Um, USA beat Sweden on Sweden's turf. Really sick. USA! Um, USA. Czechia had an insane win against Finland, where Finland honestly had an absolute disaster class of a tournament, because they choked two games. Swami. Don't let them back in the country. No, they... and. This kind of plays to my immaturity take, where it's like, are they? Are, is there problems in, in Finland? But <laughs> Leo didn't listen to the whole show. <laughs> I like the, the best, first 10 the minutes. best
0: tangent Dane went on was talking about how Finland as a country, as far as hockey players are concerned, has a maturity problem. He was talking about the World Junior team and He's like, you look at the guys in the NHL. Like, <laughs> I no, think, don't you dare say my special boy. <laughs> no, you're like, but um, Patty Line. Who else did you say? You uh, Sebastian
2: Aho. Yeah. Uh, in regard to the offer sheet. Oh. Where it was kind of like uh, Brad Lambert was uh,
1: Ameri- North know. American hockey players are just too busy being racist, yeah. <laughs> <And> homophobic. <laughs> they're not immature. Exactly. Listen, they're to the just different kind of problematic. You want to hear my take. Uh, Canada
2: got upset by Chechia. Did not medal.
1: And of so crazy. now the psycho Canadian people are going to bully teenagers on social media, right? Oh, well, that's abs- what we do
2: for the world. No, Year. now the Can- people are like, you're just lucky we didn't have Badsy and Fantilli. Oh, so it's and- the Hawks' fault. Yeah. <laughs> Blame well, the
1: Hawks for, for Canada. They didn't have Benson, <laughs>
2: Fantilli, and it's like, it's like jokes on you guys. Let's Fan- go bully some Fantilli's teenagers. Fantilli's Italian, <laughs> so he couldn't have play in this tournament. Um, yeah, uh, Blackhawks prospects. Uh, Frankie like Nazar the- <laughs> didn't score in the tournament, still looked really good. Great playmaking ability. Sam Renzel, kind of unimpressive. Oliver Moore, pretty Bust. young. Gavin Hayes, five-minute major. You're sick, bro. Bust. Um, I'm trying to think. What else am I missing? Uh, oh, the, the, the goalie. Uh, goal. Adam Guyon played a good tournament. Um, not a bust. Really weird situation where he got sat against the United States bust. when they kind of needed a win. Yeah. Um, Kazakhstan, welcome to the group next year. Norway, you're relegated. That's that's so fun. I love when Kazakhstan is off. Absolutely. That's so electric. <laughs> and Germany, after a huge win against Finland, did not win a game the rest of the tournament bust. until the relegation round. Right. Um, USA! USA! USA. I also need to redact the fact that Cole Eiserman was not on Team USA, but you know who was Ike Howard. You
1: can't USA. be our, our World Juniors guy and get your World Juniors facts wrong. To be eh? fair,
2: Eiserman should have been on the team. Yeah,
0: like if you're a prospect I've heard yeah, of, you, really, you should
2: be on the team. Yeah. Can you really say that about a team that won gold in such epic fashion? That's fair. And then Sweden—they hey, they took care of Sweden in the yeah, championship yeah. too. Who care? Like you know, yeah, I don't. know. It's like no USA Canada this year too. That I think that always sucks. Yeah, they're in the same group next year. Um, is there anything I, mean? I feel like big injuries or bit nothing? Ike no. Howard looked really good. Macklin Celebrini looked good, but he didn't get to the medal round. Uh, bust. Uh, Jonathan Um yeah, Great silky bust. name. Uh, Vancouver
0: prospect won uh, MVP oh, of the tournament. Um, with only 15 points,
1: though. Bust. Which is like... It was a weaker tournament. Yeah, it I, I feel like You're, when people say like, "Oh, this guy overperformed or didn't perform," it's it, so how many games? It's like, ten games. Like that's yeah. Yeah. super a small, small sample size. Sample. Yeah. Ten games over a short time. Like to say, like, "Oh, he didn't put up this many points," or like, I don't know. It's this is what this is what these things are for making uh, over. I, w- I will reactions.
0: say, uh, Conor Bernard will still be eligible. To play for Team Canada send next him. year, we'll
1: send um, him there when uh, we're trying to tank, and uh, we, exactly. we we don't need him in the lineup to win. And we games. need Michael Misa, or yeah.
2: uh, what's the what's the God, Do you even know who the top uh, guy <laughs> is next year? James Haggins is yeah. his name. Plays That's for
1: 2025. Yes, That's
0: and then 2026
2: nuts. is. Uh, stop it! Stop all right, it. Stop. all right.
0: Next year, you're
1: you stop it, stop it. You're gonna get end up on some kind of list for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No,
2: this is why we watch 2026. 20, Damn, that kid's 15 yeah, right stop now. Stop it! This is it's why we watch college football.
1: I don't care. It's still weird. His
2: name's. Gavin McKenna.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Isn't he a pop singer? Who cares? McKenna? I don't know. Doesn't is that guy that sings Brazil. Stop it. Uh, oh. D- uh, Declan McKenna? Declan McKenna, yeah. yeah.
2: Good song. Good Irish name. Somewhere.
0: Somewhere. We'll, we'll play us out with that tonight. All
2: right. I love that we're starting to mix up the playouts. Uh, I do have to ask.
1: So, I didn't actually listen to last week's show, but I saw the title, Who Needs Bowl Games. Was that a shot at the great spectacle that is the college football bowl games because i don't see in the world juniors a mascot giving up his body as communion to the victors okay to celebrate here's, here's my thing once the world juniors does that i will be in. here's my thing the pop
0: tart mascot yeah fine whatever lame that it wasn't actually the mascot that they ate the, I chees- think the way they did the, it was the, the cheese it mascot that was my boy because yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the post game like, press had to conference sound, like, not edible or and he's, uh... and he's like in the post game press I forget who won oh that how year. he was like holding the <laughs> box of cheese it's like they're, up to yeah the, they're to interviewing them. and he just behind slips the box of cheese I like in front. the
1: the woman trying to do the the interview she's like slapping his hand <laughs> away that was kind of funny yeah like I I love bowl season just because it's so so random like, oh so stuff, good like, the Duke's
2: Mayo Bowl yeah. oh yeah yeah
1: how like the first time they did it how they dumped the mayo on the coach and like it was just all clump <laughs> so then they learned to like walk it down like after that
2: <laughs> bowl season's out. like dude it's one of my favorite times in sports i'm a yeah. big world juniors fan and bowl games i i've been hyper fixated on that pop tart mascot for way too long yeah that's like that's that's gonna be a very big like left shark kind of moment yeah. in history. like it's over now that's gonna be a huge halloween over. costume next year oh my god
1: <sighs> yeah that but
2: that's a that's an effort costume yeah that's an effort like you you gotta go to the
0: bathroom in that costume too right and you you gotta have one you gotta have a butt flap but also you gotta like you gotta do some serious construction yeah on a costume
1: like that because that's just that's a lot of effort so world juniors that's that yeah want to get on the winter classic now yeah Uh, because i liked the winter classic i thought i thought it was really cool um at t-mobile park um uh, the two newest teams was pretty sweet. Uh, we liked the uniforms. We know we talked about that. Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, as we've said before, TNT crushes it every year, uh, or basically all the time with their coverage. I really liked uh, their pregame show. It was cool hearing Wayne Gretzky talk about growing up playing baseball. Yeah. He's like, oh, I wasn't that good. I was just a shortstop and a pitcher, which, like, when he played till he was 14, that means you were the best damn kid on your team. Though. Yeah, <laughs> like, like- if you're, yeah, you you get put at shortstop, center field. Well, center field, if, if you're, you're the pitching, fastest. Like as a kid growing up, you're good. Yeah. Uh, but like, well, I mean, it's also Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, like you, you can imagine he was Wayne, pretty good at. Yeah. Every I just sport think, he but he out. was like downplaying how uh, yeah. how good he was, and they they were showing pictures. It because I wish this was still a thing. Like Dennis Savard talks about it. Rona talks about it a lot. Like how they used to have in the summer, the NHL teams would play uh, like a softball tournament uh just at random places and like they showed a picture of gretzky uh just in like super short shorts the, the socks up to his knees and like an oilers uh baseball club t-shirt on his field in a ground ball like we need to bring that back nhl players doing non-hockey things in the summer some so kind of tournament. fun there's so, such a market for that
2: so in void of their contract it sucks <laughs> yeah. i know like it's like the, you're not allowed to do anything now yeah because teams don't want you getting hurt. Yeah, like uh, what comes to mind is the Patrick Mahomes dunking video, and they're like, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. That's... Um, sadly, Naeem Hines was on a jet ski crash tour. His ACL probably ruined his career. Dude, well, Na- Naeem was so good. He was so fast. Uh, great, uh, great special teamer. Um, I just
1: want to see the guys play play but- some kind of. Gretzky,
2: right gretzky is actually so good yeah on no, air. Like, they he's were he's supposed- better
1: than he has any reason to be like he did not need to do this he is wayne gretzky he does not need to work again he can just do his bet mgm ads and and just cash he, in on that but he's good as an analyst and like he's not talking about oh the game was better when i played in the 80s and, and when we like, drank budweiser between periods like he understands the modern and, game he's great and
0: he was fun too when uh Bedard scored the michigan <laughs> Um, he was. Oh yeah, he was at that game. Yeah, and then he's he's talking about like in, in the intermission. He's like, "Yeah, I certainly <laughs> couldn't do that." And like it's it's fun. Like he he's he's the kind of guy who gets it yeah. right. Like he and I feel like that was something that hockey media was missing. Like the Don Cherries of the world yeah. talking about how the game got too soft. Well, like, there, and- there was a
2: little bit of a lull with Gordie Howe passing away because he was that ambassador for the game. But in Wayne Gretzky, I, I I just always like to shout out Wayne Gretzky's dad though because he was a so proud of all of wayne's achievements but raised him so well just to be a guy's guy wayne <laughs> no one loves the game of hockey more than wayne Gretzky. yeah and it's like with, with, with some of these athletes it for them the bigger athletes in the world it's more about the accolades and, and the star power wayne gretzky just wanted to grow the game have a baller ass life and yeah. and call it an I, a. I
1: like how he uh wants ovechkin to break his record too like
2: yeah. Because it's good yeah. for the game of yeah. hockey. Like, he doesn't care about that.
1: Like, it's cool. Um, uh, I do – one of my gripes, Joey and I – is Joey and I both being play-by-play guys. If one of us ever gets the chance to call a winner classic – We have to avoid the cliche of saying these guys grew up playing outdoors, playing hockey. (laughs) No, they didn't. These are the top 1% of like the most privileged hockey players growing up. They were playing at five sheet complexes with personal (laughs) trainers. They had synthetic ice in their basement. It's like the same thing with the World Junior kids. Like, yes, they've all been bred for this their whole lives. Like these are like... A kid from the neighborhood like isn't gonna pick up hockey <laughs> you, at twelve and play in the world juniors. You like, don't you don't have like uh, the the scene at the beginning
0: of the Mighty Ducks where his yeah. dad's like, "Hey Gordy, it's time to come inside. Right. Your mom's making dinner." Yeah. Like it's
1: not okay. Like, but, sure they've played outdoors, but it wasn't like they were playing playing out like the way like we talk about Walter and Wayne, like how Gretzky would play outside right all day. Like that that generation, these kids they've been playing hockey year round at like the best comp. No love for Brent though. Do you oh, think yeah. Brent's not sharing the sheet no, with Lane? No, he wasn't. His dad knew he wasn't <laughs> that special. Wayne, Brent, go help your mom. What did you think of uh, <laughs> In Hart's
2: dishes. intermission performance? Who? Hart? Oh, I said, I, I, I mean, it was pretty
1: good. I had to I had to go to work. That, so I only watched the first period and a half. I had to go work, and, and then I watched, I'll be honest, I watched the Rose we Bowl. we talked about this so many times. <laughs> I watched like, the Rose Bowl while the game was on. The, the
0: talent that, like. Oh, the NHL like gets for, like, the All-Star game and the Winter D-list Classic. celebrities. And, like, Hart, great band, right? Like, they yeah. They, they shred, have Jack's
1: Mannequin at the all- But again, Jack's, Jack's mannequin, mannequin has been relevant in, like, okay. 20 years. Jack's so Mannequin's like, uh, awesome.
0: But, yeah, they've like Dark Blue is an incredible song. Well, that also, that song's 20 years old. I also Dude, asked my that's
1: mom. Awful. Yeah. Oh my god. I asked my mom That album came out in 03. <laughs> Dude, I I'm old. So like yeah, we, we I'm rock old. with that album, but it's yeah, that's old. That's like that's like getting American football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Ma- album came out in 98, 99. <laughs>
2: Winter classic it just yeah. never meant. Yeah. Um oh. I asked my mom who also has a background in singing and I was like as like she's also a pretty big heart fan and I was like is it more difficult singing outside? Yes, as in that age and like after yes. performing for that long, <laughs> maybe like, in the
1: cold too. Yeah. yeah,
2: and like and like, Pat
0: Benatar is awesome, right? But as as these singers get older, like it's gonna be. Like, there are very few who can keep it going. I saw this summer. I saw The Cure at yeah. Riot Fest and Robert Smith has capped up yeah I but saw- like a lot of these
1: bands don't and I thought Hark did a really good job but like maybe get was, some- maybe uh, get
0: somebody who's yeah. a little more popping yeah I would say
1: when I saw I saw Bob Dylan who was like in his late 70s and when they like helped him on the stage. I'm like, oh, God, what did I pay for? Yeah. Then he starts singing, and the voice sounds it's, exactly it's the same. The same. Th- the same thing. It was incredible. Well,
0: two summers ago, I saw Willie Nelson, and oh, he was yeah. like 89, yeah. and he still holds up.
1: So, like, there are... Buddy pretty, Guy, another old guy I saw, too. Like, oh, he could buddy, still do dude, it.
0: Buddy Guy's and, phenomenal. Like,
1: it was funny. He started, like, doing tricks with his guitar, too. He was, like, playing behind the back. Like, how can you still he reach was, that he, far? Dude, he was... Still he, got his fastball. He yeah. he,
0: he, played at a, he played at one of the casinos in Davenport, and I went with my parents, and he's... Yeah. I'm this about to, this was musician to have kept
1: it up. Yeah.
2: I'm about to empty a bag to go see Billy Joel at Soldier Field. Dude, me too. Do you want to go together actually? Absolutely. You well, should
1: have called in to the score yesterday. I have been calling number 6. You could have could have been there. Ah, yeah.
0: Well, I feel like we can't win because you work there. And hey, what's what's the
1: restrictions on that? I don't know if, if you just gotta be calling number six i know but like moose has won stuff at the score and is there but is are like friends and family stuff or i don't know you just uh, calling number six because I, I, I know they like, would
0: call me a friend I know Shane doesn't know it. you guys know
1: me
2: uh,
0: that's fair I, I mean like family i know family can't yeah but like when we were working at znd i think yeah. emma, oh emma won like everything I, emma, won like emma every... and joe
1: <laughs> kennedy's mom always won stuff like, <laughs> we, what are we talking about like,
0: <laughs> every prize we gave away at the red zone um, went to somebody we knew, and I, I. You can only win like once every six months. So Emma would be listening. Like and, six and, months in a day. And Emma's friend Casey would call in yeah. if Emma had won one recently. Sorry, Casey. When we had the, do you remember the board game giveaway? Oh yeah, yeah. Casey won that, and there were some great. Didn't games Joe's mom
1: won the projector. Yeah. Damn. Damn.
0: Damn. I'd love the projector. Can we give away an espresso machine? Yeah. Yeah. We had some good prizes, and, man. And nobody would promotions it does great work. Yeah. yeah. Prom- promotions yeah. at ERPR. Great work. <laughs> <sighs>
1: yeah, <remember> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do a different show. Just so, sorry, Winter W's, Classic. Winter, Winter Classic. Winter Classic. Yeah, uh, but the ratings were bad. That's that's where I wanted to go with all this. And I mean, worse ratings uh, since they've done the event. But again, as I was just saying, I went to work and I turned on the Rose Bowl. And because again, I had to watch it for work. But still, you're competing against the college. I think football I think
0: there are two main problems. One of them being the same day as the Rose Bowl. The other one with this one, we liked that it was the two newest teams in the league, but you're leaving out. All of the major markets and every Canadian market, which I think well, is they have huge. their
1: own, they have the heritage. But like they the only win- do that
0: every other year, and and yeah. the Winter Classic
1: is. Like but that's the, how they've done it. The Canadian teams never play in the Winter. or they did uh, the one year with Boston, the most, and uh, Montreal. Yeah, and but even with the but, big
2: house, Detroit.
1: Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but when you leave out
0: when when you leave out. Not only like you don't have to have a Canadian team, but uh, yeah, you put you
1: it on Seattle, Vancouver. Those are too close. More like that could have been. I thing. think you get more Canadian
0: viewership if you put in a team like Buffalo or like the Rangers or like Detroit, somebody who's got close to a Canadian so, city. Yeah, yeah. And like, East, I'm sorry, but the Western Conference, like you're not you don't really have those well, American Seattle's Canadian right rivals. Yeah. And that's the uh, only one. But I feel like that's not a rivalry that means anything to anybody yet. Yeah. So, um, I, think it, I,
2: I think I actually just figured out what the Winter Classic is for next season. Like I <laughs> Well, let's get into that a little bit, because
1: now they're already putting it out in the bloodstream. Don't be surprised to see the Hawks in it, because the biggest still TV draw of the season was Bedard's debut. Like it or not, he's going to be playing in it. Yeah, probably next season. He's, the he's, box-, gonna be in he's the box office. Yeah,
2: I think it is going to be Chicago and Toronto at Soldier Field. That is going to be. Oh, that exciting. would be that'd be sweet. Yeah, because you get your you get your biggest Canadian market. You get two original and 16s. football
1: stadiums are much better for this than baseball. And I know we were just talking about how great it was at the baseball t- stadium. T- I mean, T-Mobile Park was sick. Yeah, but in terms of watching from the right, because when I at Wrigley, we sat in like the center field bleachers, and it was still so far away. But Soldier Field. Soldier Field and Notre Dame, we were I feel in a like better spot no matter where you are. It's made to watch it like that. So, baseball, it's weird how you line I, it up. I don't up. know. I feel like it's some baseball parks work. Like, when they did it <laughs> when they did it in in Fenway. And at that point, Wrigley was still so small, it was hard yeah. to
2: configure. But Actually, the, I said Soldier. Is Guaranteed Rate the only Chicago stadium? Yeah,
1: the only one that hasn't hosted. It's not going to host anytime soon. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Put well, you know the classic in the G spot. I would love it. But, like, no, they, they don't want it. It's... They won't. No. They'll do it at Wrigley again. They'll do it at Soldier Field again. They'll do it. Or at- they'll go to Indiana to do it and do it <laughs> at South Bend. Oh, that um, beat. I'd go to that. I went to it when yeah, it was there. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that that was, it be- was great.
0: Um, well, they do it at Northwestern.
2: <laughs> well, they they are uh, making NIU. a new stadium there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <North> state UIC. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I feel like Hancock would... Like obviously they wouldn't be able to sell one ticket. <laughs> well, Hancock, Hancock suits what ten thousand. Yeah, <laughs> Look, that's not. It's perfect for the
1: IHSA state championships, but nothing bigger than that. <laughs> it, when, the, um, when they, but it, when the ECHL does their winter classic, yeah. they'll do it at Hancock. Well, the funny thing about Guaranteed Rate was they made it when they made it to be a copy of original Comiskey. Kind of deviated from that. They've any renovation, they keep changing that. But they built it big enough so that they could play football there, uh, and then. Uh the, they had a contract with the Mac. They played Northern Toledo there. Uh they wanted to do that every year and they wanted, because Guaranteed Rate has a bowl game. The original plan was to do a bowl game at the G spot. But then I think after the attendance bomb that was like look up pictures from that NIU Toledo game. Bad. They did it on a Tuesday night in like late October, it's early November. Action. I know. But nobody's gonna go to that. Go watch Toledo and NIU play at thirty fifth and shields. At, in the cold, like these might have been bad teams too, nobody went to this game so then the bowl game did not end up happening, there is a guaranteed rate bowl but they don't play it, and outdoor bowl games in cold cities, just bad yes. I know they do one at Fenway, they do one at Yankee Stadium, but though, that's different I guess I guess you could do one at Wrigley, fine, but the Sox, it's just not going to be that draw. I, I would actually, love to see Winter Classic there. That would be really easy for me. I, I could just take I, the Metro there. But I have another
2: brainchild though. Oh, so it's Toronto, it's Toronto, and it's Chicago. If that—that's that's my hypothesis. There's a market that the uh, that the NHL has been testing out. Milwaukee. Well, not Milwaukee, but Wisconsin. A Winter Classic Lambo. Yeah, be that's, so that's would, inevitable. That yeah. would be really cool. That would be like my wet dream. Chicago, Chicago, Toronto at Lambo would be my wet dream. That would. That
0: would be. Yeah, Dane. I don't think Dane could go to that game. I think It'd be like it'd be like the um the Family Guy the Family Guy bit when they sing Happy Birthday to Peter
1: in the restaurant. Yeah, (laughs) his head explodes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh my god! I'm so surprised. Ah! Yeah. Uh,
1: Other special events. All Star Game. Let's get into that real quick. Uh, All Star rosters are out. just wait, we, we keep moving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Uh, yeah. we're, 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 we're special. We'll get to Miles. Oh, well, let's two
0: miles now, you just did it. Yeah. Yeah. We it's it's time for the Miles minute. Future All Star Miles Wood. I voted for him. I I'm going to as well. Okay, so Miles Wood, since the last time we did a show, uh, he's played three games, three wins for the Colorado Avalanche. Um, Miles Wood in th- the past three games has one assist, one point. He's uh minus one overall, two penalty minutes around nice. um, Miles. He's got six shots on net, averaging about fifteen minutes a game. A, six a, hits. Yeah. Um, he took one face off and lost it. That's your miles a minute. Bummer. Uh, miles Wood. Uh, remember, vote for Miles Wood uh, to be the representative for the Pacific at the All Star Game or yes. the Central. What am I talking about? Well, the Central.
1: he'll just be a representative because they're doing the draft again. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, All Star Game. Do we have thoughts? Connor Bedard, youngest ever All Star. I mean, of course. Was I he... don't
2: even care who's at yeah. all.
1: I don't care about the All-Star game. People are getting mad that somebody from each team has to be represented. I don't care about like I've been fans of bad teams. It's fun seeing your guy get in there. Yeah, like, You I, I You think need it. You ha- like, you I remember have when, when I was in, like, getting excited that Duncan Keith was playing in the All-Star game for... Uh, You know, a bad Hawks team or Martin Hadley. Like, yeah, that's why you watch it to see your guys play, to get to see them do the intro and whatever. Well,
2: they used to, I don't think they used to have the mandatory representative from each team. It's the all star game. Like, this should be earned. Uh, One thing that's funny, too, is Bjork. Nobody wants to go to it. (laughs) You're talking about Bjorkstrand, Strand, yeah. Do you know how many defensemen total were selected for this thing? It was, I think it was like two. Yeah. Like, Vince Dunn. Now you do it three on three, so that's the problem, too. (laughs) Well, Vince Dunn is the leader. In points for the Seattle Kraken, and they went. And they it is order.
0: it is two defensemen. Dan, can you name them?
2: It's not Kale McCarr. It, it is, Kale McCarr Quin, did not make it's it. It's Quinn Hughes. Quinn
0: Hughes is one, and somebody else. Rasmus Dahlin. Rasmus Dahlin is the other.
2: And those aren't even like Quinn Hughes is in the Norris contention, but it's like, are you telling me you don't want to see Kale McCarr there? Like, are you no. like yeah? And I, I, he'll get voted in. Like,
0: I know you yeah, got like sixteen guys or purposely,
1: purposely. Like, it's a big fan vote.
0: Yeah, and I, which gives us way too much. And power. like the one guy from each team is yeah. fun. Yeah. like
1: that's that's. I think you kind of need to do it. And like,
0: there, I don't know if there's anybody on here looking at it who's like overwhelmingly undeserved. Boone Jenner,
1: like <laughs> he's actually had
0: a pretty good season. And
1: like care.
0: San Jose, uh, Thomas Hurdle, like he's been. Somebody from the Sharks has to make he's it. He's been yeah. okay. Like same way, someone from last year's Hawks team had to make yeah, it. Yeah, like Tra- got Travis Kanakny. For the fire, she's been really good. Dane's point, he's been unbelievable. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it. like you look at the teams where you don't think there's a whole lot of star power, and the guys who are there are still like having all rights. Like,
1: and for some of these guys, that makes a difference for them. Yeah. Bonuses, incentives, something you could use in negotiations. If this helps them get paid, I don't care. Good for them. And I, mean, I love, I, I
0: love the Frank Vitrano nod for yeah. the Ducks.
2: I mean, he's been their best player. I best know. Player. I, feel, yeah. I
0: feel like people still aren't talking about him. We are. Um,
2: I mean, well, I mean, we we're, right we're hardos. We're hockey hardos. We know ball. We, we, we know puck. Know puck. Yeah. We know puck. Uh I don't mean to hang on the, the Oliver Bjork strand, but the video that's of him so going
1: funny—it was awesome. Can you cancel your vacation plans?
2: <laughs> oh,
1: and like the, just a blank stare. He gets. <laughs> that's <laughs> like when my boss when the boss asks you to stay late and you're trying to think of an excuse on the spot. Like, uh, that's a guy who was really looking,
2: he was really looking forward to his four days in Cabo. No, and he was like, I, I. I the only thing that could have made it funnier is if he was like, "Where's the All Star dentist g- appointment? Where's the All Star game again?" Toronto in the dead of winter.
1: Uh, yeah, right. You're turning <laughs> to go to San Diego.
2: <laughs>
1: like That's the funny thing, too. Like It's almost punishment with the fan vote voting these guys. These guys that think, oh, sweet, I'm going to go to Cabo. I'm going to get my Which party Which is why on. everybody... And then you just got to vote these
0: guys All in. of our listeners, go to NHL.com, vote for Nick Foligno for the All-Star <laughs> oh, Game. Yeah, we want this guy to be miserable. He will have
1: a players-only meeting after <laughs> the All-Star Game.
0: <laughs> he did... <laughs>
1: mcdavid get in here this effort it's not gonna cut it you guys are
0: playing like you don't want to be here we can't be making these mistakes anymore does this not matter to you yeah
1: we need more effort from the young guys i would like timmy
2: stutzler in over brady kachok uh,
1: cool. <laughs> i don't I, all sir games i just don't care about who makes them like it's and, one of those and things, and I do like
0: I, I do like what the NHL has done with it over the past couple of years. The three on three, I
1: hate. Oh, see, I like I, think I it's so bad. But, okay, but you can't I mean, have the you, game just sucks. You yeah. can't have five on five. Uh, we've said it before in this, just do the skills competition as your main event. Yep. I I like the three on three. I, I feel don't, like I don't I, I feel like what they should do is like a three on three roller hockey or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like, uh, and you could have done it. Yeah, with some of these nice places, you just did like these warm weather cities. So. Yeah, and it should it should always be in Vegas. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah. As well.
0: Like it's gotta be somewhere the guys want to go. Yeah, like Vegas, it would be fun. Um, Miami or Sunrise. They
2: should yeah. treat it like the Super Bowl. You always rotate places that that is an attractive. It's an yeah. attraction.
1: L. A. would be another yeah, good LA's one. L. A. is fine. Um, and L. A. like when we talk about the draft being in Nashville or Vegas, like that's another thing. Like, Nashville. And you could have now. the best player. Like LA's It's another one of those cities. Like there's so much going on. Like people won't even know the All Star game's going on. These guys could just go out and be anonymous. Like uh, when they're mm-hmm. partying like that weekend. It's fun for them too. Like where, but if they're in St. Louis, like everybody's gonna know. They're <laughs> like the whole city knows the All Star Games there. Yeah, so like Buffalo or
2: wherever. I think that just about covers the All Star Game. That'll mm, just I about do much, it. Yeah, how much? PWHL. PWHL. Uh, yeah. It. Oh, I wasn't trying to wrap the show. Wow. I, mean,
1: I was. I'm kind of trying to wrap the show. Like, oh. I gotta be on air in about a hour and a half. Yeah, so. t- tune in. Oh, they're gonna miss they're, it. But, this but, game. But, will go watch the replay of this game that already happened uh, between Dominican <laughs> University and Concordia, Wisconsin. That'll be a good one.
2: We had uh, I I don't have anything prepared for PWHL. Um, you got that? Fifteen thousand viewers on awesome. YouTube. People want to watch women's hockey. It's been yes, all over the great. hockey world, and they're violent as fuck. It's awesome.
0: Uh, the first game was January second, Montreal and Ottawa. I'm so excited for these teams to get like their real names. names and brand. Um, but the
1: Montreal jerseys looked really good on the ice. That's um, what we were talking about. We wanted to see how yeah. they looked on the ice.
0: Uh, Montreal won in an overtime. That was really exciting. Um, then what? Yesterday now. Um, Probably the highest profile women's hockey player, Sarah Nurse, uh, played in her first game for Toronto. She got an assist. Uh, Toronto beat New York three to two. Honestly, it's a, like we didn't really know what to
1: expect. It's a pretty good product. Yeah, it's gonna work. Like the hockey, and, and the hockey is really the good. The fact that it's on YouTube, like available for so free, accessible. like ESPN Plus needs to get like eventually, it's gonna be behind a paywall. But the fact that it's free, what a, is making a what big a great difference? Great way to yeah. start it
2: It's the correct way to start yeah. a league.
1: Like eventually they're going to put it behind a paywall, but right now while it's still free, like this is awesome. And look at these numbers; it's insane. You talk about how nobody's watching the World Classic. Like, there's a market for women's hockey. though. like, people will watch it if it's if it's a good product. Ho- I hockey wish. Fans will... I, I still wish there was a team in Chicago. Yeah,
0: like I, I feel, think there will be eventually. I, but absolutely, there will be. Like, I just.
2: Do you guys should we try and get ownership in it? We we I buy in money. We work in radio. <laughs> <laughs> how much How much everybody got in their wallet right now? I went to Hollywood Casino in Aurora yesterday and, and lost zero. Yeah,
0: D- Dane Dane <laughs> lost his money. So yeah, I've got. I think I have eighteen dollars and a free a free control room lunch uh, from the host of the afternoons on uh, on WLS. So
2: I've got a fifty dollars scrub a dub gift card. Damn, I want. got like
1: eighty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hey big spender okay, over well, here. Well, no, because like uh, so we when we do uh Bears games, we have like. We get food catered, and I'm in charge of picking up the food and the tips. So, like, I just have cash on me because people pay with that. Like, I got big bills, swap them out for little bills. It's just so, like, I have Ugh. more money than I thought I had on me.
0: You're, you're just ready for Clancy's
1: tonight. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I think that just about covers it. Uh, JHL update, your Bruins, 0-2 to start the year. No. We are uh, struggling. we are
2: been outscored. On this edition of the men's league team, no one cares. About <laughs> hey, It's a big deal. We got an Instagram page and everything. You... You mock the J, but it's it's catching on. And you mock my fantasy football league, but it gets intense. Nobody
1: gives a shit about your fantasy league except you.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm in the fantasy yeah. league as well.
1: Uh, so it's cold. But the J, big deal. Uh, opening night was a success. Marty took pictures, it was fun. But uh, Bruins, we're not doing so hot this let's, year. Let's we're get struggling. some of
0: those pictures. Tell tell Marty we're, to they're send They're on Insta.
1: Uh, are they, uh, not your insta. No, the JHL insta.
2: Are they of you? by play in color I, I,
1: I was gonna say you were mocking the J, so you don't get to be on it anymore. But we could sponsor that and like actually do it. So Tell, you I, can't though. You're uninvited. No, Joey can. I'll, I'll do it. it. Dan, you can be my color guy. I'll be color. We'll guy. have uh, we'll get somebody. We'll have BMAC do color, color. <laughs> <laughs> From Oklahoma. B-Mac from yeah. Zoom. He's
0: coming in on the Comrex. Dang,
1: dang. Just do his BMAC. We'll, we'll, well, no, we'll, we'll have B-Mac record a couple of motes. Oh wow. Some of his catchphrase. Is that Blitzy?
0: No, that was that unproved. By me, they will have my ringer on during the show.
1: No we'll have B-Mac do some of his catchphrases and it look wow, throwy! Wow, <laughs> jeez! All right, dude, I'm. I put me in the penalty box. Yeah. Once burned, twice shy. Just get a, a soundboard of. <laughs> I B- think Mac it's uh,
0: once bitten. Or are you trying to do the, the the no last I mean, Christmas? No,
2: that's the the, the original. Bitten, the original saying is once shy. burned, once burned, twice shy.
0: Keep my distance.
1: He's
2: gonna need a fact check.
0: Oh, Hawks! Uh, Bri- uh,
1: Hawks just made a trade. Oh, sweet breaking news! Blackhawks acquire Rem Pitlick from the Penguins in exchange for a conditional seventh round pick. All
2: right, we're going all in. Let's, way let's collect the Pitlicks, baby. Wheeling and dealing. <laughs> that's gonna move the needle. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna replace that Connor Bedard production as he gets put on LTIR. Let's do. Let's see if we can get a quick. Update let's get on some
1: that. more guys named Rem.
2: Yeah. No, we need some Ariane. more Rams. Rapid Pitlick. eye movement. Oh. Yeah, R.E.M. Yeah. Everybody's walk-up song. Everybody' favorite
1: R.E.M. song. From, um, oh, uh, the Orange Crush one. Oh, that's oh, a good one. I can't think of the exact name. Orange
2: Crush. It is just Orange Crush. Yeah, the most popular one for sure. It's what? probably the only one I've heard. Which one? Sick, dude. R.E.M. songs. What's? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, losing my religion. Oh, that's a that
0: that is that's. Maybe they're yeah, most popular. It's the, well, the end of the world. Too.
1: Um, I like radio song. They just had a, but, I forget which one, but they had a song in the bear season two. Yeah.
2: I uh, good, man. Yeah. Everybody hurts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They have they, other more a popular great. songs than Orange Crush. That's
2: actually kind of surprising. Orange Crush is on like the, the list, but oh, losing oh. my religion is probably my. Losing my religion, religion is great. Yeah. Should I play this out with Losing My Religion? No. You want Brazil by
0: Declan McKenna still? I used to live in the river somewhere. All right, let's get out of here. How about it? All right. Dane's got to drive back to Milwaukee. Leo's got real work. I actually
2: got to go see my niece. Is it? Never mind. All All right, we're we're done done. singing. We're
1: finished. That's it.
2: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Players Only Meeting. Dane, socials. Uh, At Moves at the BL on Twitter and at Moves at the Blue Line on Instagram. Players Only Meetings hosted by Nick Foligno on Instagram Live. Peace out.
1: All right, that's all we got. So until next time, this was Moves at the Blue Line. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Stop it.
0: Okay, buddy.